In this episode, we take a look at half-truths in our industry. Some of these can be really destructive if you don't know the whole story. So there's great elements to these things, and we don't want you to not use them. We just want you to use them with caution. So we take a look at three big concepts. The first is lucky girl syndrome. The second is the idea of forgiveness and holding grudges. And lastly, the idea that you just create your own reality and you're just really attached to your bullshit. So take a listen, see what you think. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. Hey. We're back. (laughs) Yay. It's a new season. Mm Mm-hmm. You have a new haircut. I do. I chopped like, I don't like a foot of hair off. It was probably like eight inches. Don't you feel like though that that's like such a big moment? Like when you do that, like you're getting, you're actually getting rid of stuff energetically. Yes. I literally was. Yes. That was the whole point of the haircut. Yes. Just chop all the funk off. So you're, you have new hair, new glasses. Yes. And new me. (laughs) Yeah. And we are so excited to be back. Yes. It's so good to take a break from things, but to me, it's so telling when you're so excited to go back to it. Yeah. You know, sometimes you take a break and you're like, I could never do that again. (laughs) I do know that feeling actually. Yes. With the podcast, I really couldn't (laughs) wait to be back, honestly. And and I think the people are ready. I think so. We've been getting getting a lot of messages. Yeah. And when I, when I posted that last week's was the last replay. Yeah. That got a lot of engagement. Yes. So here we are. Here we are. We're back. We're back. I thought today we would talk about some half-truths. Yes. In our industry, I always struggle to name our industry because I want to say like self-help, spirituality, but like none of these actually fit the real title. I know. It's a hard one. So I'm just going to say life, half-truths of life, living your life. If you're a fan of this podcast, the kind of life you live. Right half-truths and I think over the summer you and I had a lot of conversations of like oh my god look at this sketchy TikTok or look at this thing that's being promoted as like a cool thing and we had some people ask us to talk about one of these kind of toxic-y half-truths specifically yeah like I almost I almost called for like a summertime episode yeah like Like, pop in yeah yeah but I didn't do that, but like it, it's been coming up a lot. Yes. So I think that this topic could be many more episodes. Right. Because there's a lot of stuff. So if, if there's something that you're seeing and you're like, I want you guys to break this down or talk about this, mm-hmm. send it to us and yeah. we'll do more of this because I feel like I spend a lot of time in the wild, like trying to gently correct people when they're talking about these things. Well, it's funny that you would say that. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> because I I worry about, I mean, we can get into it, but mm-hmm. like, I, like I sometimes, you know, me overthinking. No. I worry a little bit that like everything that we talk about is like criticizing everything. Yeah. And I don't want to come off as like, like sort of like the, the bitchy girls who are just... Like we're here ripping, to bash all the stuff you like. everything apart. Right. Exactly. We're just like bad times. Like, I, like, I don't... 
No, I don't want to be portrayed as that, but like, I think that unfortunately in this community, whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it, mm -hmm. there are a lot of half truths. There's a lot of sort of like gray areas that yeah. get a little bit dicey. Yeah. And we need to talk about them. I, none of the stuff that we're going to talk about today is us going, this as a whole is a bad idea. Right. It's sort of like what I think our purpose in this space to do is to like right the ship. Correct. The ship itself is a good ship, yes. but it went off course over there. Well, and it's in, it's in murky waters. Yeah. That's the problem. Like yeah. we're trying to like be intuitive and like be listening to ourselves and be healthy and yeah. mentally fit, but we're doing it in this society. Yeah. That is junk. It's literally yeah. like falling apart around us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we're writing the ship. We're trying to get to better waters. We're trying to maybe fix the waters. We're trying to do some ship repairs. Right. We're trying to get on a better track. If we see it going off the track, we want to stop and tell you so that it doesn't end up hurting you because right. half truths to me are more dangerous than yeah. like a whole total lie. Yes. Because that element of truth is going to, is going to sit with you. Your intuition is going to grab it. Pick it up. Yep. And some of these are designed to sort of take advantage of that. I mean, yep. how many cult leaders have we talked about that the reason they're so dangerous is because there's real elements of truth and real, real concepts that they're using that work. Right. and then they're sort of manipulating it. Exactly. It's the same thing with some of these concepts. Yep. Okay. So the first one, this is the one we were asked to talk mm -hmm. about by a few different people. I've like tagged a lot. A lot, a lot. And especially our listeners from like England. I think oh, this yeah. is even bigger there. Right. So it's lucky girl syndrome. Yep. So if you're on social media, I think especially TikTok or Instagram, you've probably seen, mm -hmm. especially over the summer, the lucky girl stuff. And like there's an audio that goes with it. Yeah. I thought about playing you the sound, but it's nothing very exciting. There's no. two of them that I, I, I went through and researched the TikToks. Mm -hmm. Real tough for me. I will say that I really screwed up my algorithm with some of these that I was looking I at. I had the same worry when I was doing it. Too. I did. I was like, yeah. oh, Teal Swan is appearing again. Yeah. This is bad, you know? Yeah. So it's fine. The sacrifices I make for I think that's actually an interesting point, though. Like when you start doing things like that and then your algorithm shifts, Yeah. I think it's interesting to note those changes. Because when I was looking at, I was like sort of revisiting the Lucky Girl stuff. Yeah. And I all of a sudden was getting like, I was on conservative TikTok. Oh yes, which right. you, you know me—that's that's not that's a place not me. For you. So I was like, not interested, not interested, <laughs> not right. interested. Right. But like, very interesting to note that like you start going towards lucky girl affirmations, this type of thing, and now all of a sudden we're yeah conservative. We're conservative, and we have talked to cult leaders. On that's our... the pipeline. Yeah. So it's a slippery slope, right? And it's happening. When you're not really noticing it. Yeah, it's sneaky. If yeah. you don't know who Teal Swan is because you didn't listen to our Teal Swan episode, go do that. <laughs> but you might not know. Correct. That she, because again, she's a great half-truther. One of the best. Oh, she lives in the half-truth. Yeah. So yeah. like you might not know that you're getting sucked into something very dangerous. Super dangerous. Yes. Okay. So lucky girl syndrome. I'm going to tell you what it is. But mm -hmm. first, I just want to say, in case you're really obsessed with it. Yep. There's nothing wrong with it. No, there's You not. can do lucky girl syndrome. Uh, syndrome. No, yeah. I get it. When I'm like, I get sort of hyped up when I'm listening Love to it. I'm like, yeah, I'm a lucky girl too. Yes. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. But yeah. you're just missing a part that is right. really important. And if you don't include it, can throw you into 
a place of shame because there's an element of toxic positivity yep. here if you're not careful. Correct. So I'm not destroying Lucky Girl Syndrome nope. for you. I'm nope. just giving you like a little asterisk yep. and something to add. Yep. Okay. So there's the Lucky Girl is like a sort of like a Valley Girlish sounding girl. Mm. Do people still refer to that accent as Valley Girl? Um, Kardashian. I think it's more like they call it like the LA vocal fry. Okay. Yeah. Just hit the mic. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Um, so it's it's sort of in that tone a little yep. bit, and she's just talking about like how she's just really lucky and like things come to her easily. Mm-hmm. There's also an audio that's used that's an Abraham Hicks audio. Yes. Which is a, a great one about you know I'm lucky things flow to me. I will say mm-hmm. if you actually listen to the entire Abraham Hicks audio mm-hmm. and you look at the work that goes with it that's not toxic but if you don't know the right. rest of that work right you and you just take this little segment yeah you're missing something important right okay so i thought i'd break this into here's the truth and here's what's missing okay see what you think okay so the truth about doing the lucky girl things repeating that you're lucky and things just come to you easily and that you fall into luck all the time right that's these are affirmations Yes. Affirmations work. We have a whole episode on those. We do. Yep. That happens more. The more episodes we have, the more we're like, oh, so we have a whole episode on that. <laughs> it's really fun. Okay. I so, do feel like affirmations are how a lot of people like get into like the work. Yeah. Right. It's like you start with like, oh, an affirmation can help me. And then you're, and then you're meditating and then you're in a yoga class yeah. and then you're using crystals and essential oils. Like, yeah, it's sort of like a gateway thing because yeah. affirmations are so easy. They're so easily accessible. And they're they're and I'm not, that's not that's not a criticism. I think that that's, that's a great thing about it. Exactly. They're also like everywhere. Like you know, people call it prayer in religion. Correct. Um, you know, there's so many, even like if you go to a businessman seminar, yes. they're doing affirmations. They you know, they're probably call, yeah. calling them like positive statements. Or yes, something. but exactly. like it, it's a really good thing to do. And yeah. if you add the visual element, which this encourages you to do when yeah. you watch so many of these TikToks, mm-hmm. that's visualization. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Do that. Your brain and your body react to whatever you say and think. Right. Uh, always. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a few examples for you. Okay. The first, I've said it before on the podcast, but it's my favorite to just show you how your body reacts to what your brain says, whether or not you know it's true. Right. It's the lemon. Yes. Okay. So if you just picture right now that there's a lemon in your mouth, all of a sudden you're going to notice that you start to salivate. Right. You know there's no lemon. You know I'm tricking you, but your body is reacting to a lemon. And that's... That's that's how your brain works. That's how your brain works, but that's also energetic. Yes. Okay. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm reacting as if. Okay. So if you're you're acting like luck never goes your way and everything is always crap for you and like... You have a good day, but you know the next day is going to be a bad day. It's going to be true because you're going to call it in. Yes. Now, when we get to the part that's missing, I just want to say the bad things that happen to you are not your fault. Please don't read no, no, that no. statement that way. Right. But that does, you do project yeah. that out and call right. stuff in. Because you believe it, just like you believe there's a lemon in your mouth. Exactly. You believe that bad things are going to happen. Yes. You're reacting to the statement, there's a lemon in my mouth. So right. you just react energetically, physically, mentally. Right. Your brain goes... There's no lemon, but right. your body's like, we better send some saliva. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what happens. Right. Uh, the purple car exercise. Yep. If I said to you, I want you to notice purple cars, 
you would notice so many purple cars. Everywhere you went, there'd be a purple car. You can do this with anything. If I said, right. notice how many people have on a red shirt, it does not matter. All of a sudden, everything you notice is a red shirt, and you just see it everywhere, and it comes to you, and you just like call it in because you're focused on it. Yeah, it's just awareness. You're yeah. aware of it, right? Try it. It's crazy. You're, and you're you, thinking, there's not that many purple cars. You'll see some. Right, and you'll find every terrible spot of your life if that's what you're focused on. Yes. Right? Okay. The other thing that I do, and this was one of the first, uh, like, really learn to manifest exercises I ever did. So I've been doing this for a very long time. I'm no. talking, like, early 20s. Is that no matter where I go, I call in the best parking space ever, and I fully believe that I will get it. Yes. And I always do. Yeah. It's to, to the point that if I'm the passenger in the car and someone's spot isn't excellent, they're like, I'm sorry to me. <laughs> Because they know they didn't they call it, it up. <laughs> and I know that sounds really silly, but right. like if I go somewhere and for some reason I don't get a good spot, I'm like, mm -hmm. whoa, what's yep. going on? It's like a gauge for me of okay. like I'm something's off. Yep. Yes, you just I just really do believe it's easy to believe that you can get a good parking spot. There's right. no consequence really. I'm exactly. able to walk if I don't. Like, right. do you know what I mean? Yep. But it's these things are incredibly effective. Mm -hmm. Same as if I said like, all right, Jamie, go up and give a speech to those people over mm -hmm. there. Even if you're nervous and your armpits are sweating about it and your belly hurts a little, yeah. if you are saying to yourself, I'm going to nail this. I got this, I'm nervous, but I got this, right. you're going to have a much better time than if you're like picturing yourself stuttering or puking on the stage. Like right. the energy you bring to that in the state you're in is mm -hmm. affected and you're, yeah. the likelihood of you doing a lot better is a lot higher. Exactly. All of these things work. So saying and repeating that you're lucky, good idea. Yep. Okay. Here's what's missing. Mm -hmm. You aren't changing your actual beliefs. Correct. Okay, so the thing is, anything that you want that you don't have, there's some sort of misalignment. It's not your fault. No. There's nothing wrong with you. No. It's just life. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, I'm so lucky, everything always goes my way, but in some element of your life, you haven't shifted a belief around that. It's not going to come and you're going to start to get frustrated because if you just start doing the lucky girl mm -hmm. affirmation, mm -hmm. some great stuff's going to suddenly come flying at you and you're going to be like, this shit works. Yep. Great. And you're going to keep doing it and you're going to spend like a week of your life on a high. Yep. But that second week's gonna roll around, mm -hmm. and you're gonna hit the low because you're gonna you're gonna see the stop. You're gonna see the there's only like this level of stuff I can get. Yeah, you're gonna plateau. You're gonna plateau, and then you're gonna get frustrated, mm -hmm. and then you're gonna blame yourself. Right, because like we always say, like you have to do the work. Yes, and that is like realigning and readjusting your beliefs and your vows and the fears that you have, yes. and like no matter how many times you say I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. It's not going to convince your ego no. that some like trauma in your childhood didn't happen. It's, and, it's and, probably going to spark it, actually. right? And that yeah. like, you didn't you didn't write this vow about like. I mean, how many times do we talk about my issues with right. with abundance? Yeah, that it's like not safe, right? To like have money, to have a lot of money. Like I wrote in my story, it's not safe. Yes. So no matter how many times I say I'm lucky. Yes. And I allow, I allow abundance into my life until I work on those things. Right. Which we've been doing. Yes. For a long time. Well, you're going to always have to work on right. those things. Right. Yes. But like no matter, like until you start doing that work, mm -hmm. the, the lucky girl stuff can only go so far. Yeah. There's like this 
I've coined this term called lucky girl burnout. Yes, that's a good one. Because trademark, trademark, you get let high at the beginning right. and these things start flowing to you because you did open something up, right? It's right. like turning on a faucet and all of a sudden you're like, whew. Well, and you also, you also, a lot of people, a lot of us, when we start doing this stuff, we're getting like little glimpses into how fucking powerful we are. Yes. Like a little taste of the magic of the yes. intuition of the witchery, whatever you want to call it. You're like, oh my God, yes. I just did this. I'm a badass. Yes. Look at what I can do. Right. And so you start to open up. And so mm -hmm. then that energy, that powerful energy starts to bring more in. I'm right. telling you, it's, it's beautiful. And you, you ride that high, but you're a cyclical being. Right. I don't care how evolved and how much work you've done. You're right. going to then go down and then you'll come back up. Right. But on the down, yep. you're going to feel really burned out if you don't understand why you're hitting the down. Because just like the moon being cyclical and having more light and less light, like that's mm -hmm. how you're operating. Right. So you, when you're hitting the down, that's the opportunity to go, what's going on here? Yep. What kind of stories must, might I have? What kind of vows might I have? Mm -hmm. And invite the fear in, yep. right? Like yeah. we have this thing you know, it drives me crazy in our culture where we're like, fear is bad. Yeah. And like avoiding and this, the lucky girl yeah. thing like borders on that to mm -hmm. me a little bit because you're like, just focus on don't the good. think of the bad. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But it's like, actually, no, like, I don't think you should be consumed by the fear. Yeah. I think it's important what you do with fear, your relationship to it. Right. A hundred percent. But like, I see our episode on <laughs> fears and desires, right. you know what I mean? But right. like, you need to listen to it mm -hmm. because you aren't going to ever get back up to the high right. if you don't get through the low. Yeah. Right. You'll That's just turn off. Right. Shadow work. That's important. Correct. And your fear is not the bad guy. It's not the thing no. keeping you from everything you want. Mm -hmm. It's just going like, hey, these are the ways we don't feel safe. Right. And then you can address them. Yep. Can I add a thing that I don't like about it? Yes. Um, and this is not really the lucky girl thing itself. It's mm -hmm. more of like a social media issue. Mm. But when I was going through and like just sort of refreshing on it, yeah, I found that I was very quickly, very irritated uh -huh. by like, because like I think there's a whole portion of them that are like these quick flashes of like, a, like a matcha latte, and then like a like a the Eiffel Tower and these like quick hits of like what this life is supposed to look like. And like, yes, it felt my brain was like, it, it was just sort it like sort of quickly started sparking and spiraling into thoughts of like, you know, I wasn't like sad or upset, but I was like, <laughs> I, I started to feel resistant. Like, yeah. Like either a, I don't want this life. Like this isn't what lucky girl looks like. I don't, I don't want this, like right. this life, this Netflix life that someone's like showing. <laughs> yeah. Or like, I'm never going to have that. Like, I'm never going to be on like this, the, the river Seine in, in Paris and like, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, could I go to Paris? Yes, I could. But is that like on my bucket list? No. Right. But like, so it quickly, I think if, if you're not aware of those things, the lucky girl thing could quickly turn into like, yeah. fuck you. Right, and then you walk away entirely from the concept. And you're like, I'm not lucky for being lucky. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly. like such bad energy. Well, it's sort of like what I was noticing, what I thought you were going to say, and I think you, you sort of said this too, is like it's almost like you're being presented an aesthetic that yes, you're supposed exactly. to buy into right. on a lot of the TikToks. Right. And I don't, I don't think that that's like 
an intention like the the creators were all like let's get together and try to like really sell this like one this like young white girl lifestyle right. yeah right. like there's a lot there are a lot of different people we all look different yes. ways we live different lives we have different yes. bodies like i don't think that was like intentionally no. done right but i think what happens a lot on social media is like everyone sort of goes like oh that did well that got a lot of engagement let me copy that correct so like we sort of have this sort of like being sold something yeah. and i think intuitive people get like a tummy ache from that sort exactly. of energy and again i don't think it's bad badly intended no but also that resistance if you're trying if you're just like drinking the lucky girl kool-aid that resistance is gonna it's gonna do one or two things mm -hmm. it's gonna make you feel bad about yourself exactly or it's gonna make you opt out completely or both <laughs> both but if you yeah. understand that resistance and fear are part of it right that like that sparking it is probably going to actually teach you more and give you more right. in your life than just like the good stuff because right. then you can go oh why oh i need to adjust this to me exactly then you're good right right then it's going to work right. better and that's not a lucky girl problem that's like a social media problem that's yeah a, that's, but it's definitely right. evident in these videos right if you if you search the sound you can look through and you can see what yeah. we're talking about like they're literally if you scroll they're this they're the same it's like the same yes cuts and flashes of yes it looks like someone's like pinterest board exactly basically, exactly right? you know and I mean? you know that and my pinterest board looks different right well also a lot of the people <laughs> doing the sound are like 23. well that's what i mean you like, know so like for a 40 year old woman right. ours is gonna look a little different right. you know i mean i'm gonna be like more Ooh, gothic right go to go to bed early <laughs> put that on my board, you know, where they're like all night clubbing or something. Like, right. it, it's just about what it means to you. But, yeah. you know, one of the things I wrote down is like, anything that doesn't feel like it's aligned for you, like when you start to do this and you're like, I'll never have that, I'll never do right. that. That's gold. Like, don't shut down there. Right. Lean into that. And when you can, like, yeah. it's not like you need to, you're in the middle of doing something. Oh, I got to stop and lean into this fear. Right. Just note it and visit it when you feel like you can visit it because that's important. Right. That's then, telling you right. something's out of line there. Yeah. And you learn, like, I learned, like, when I, like, put the phone down and I was like, okay, what about that? What about that irritated me? What what's yes. trigger, what's triggering me? Here? You like acted as your own therapist for a minute. Right. And so, like, Perfect. you start to learn how to walk yourself through yeah. things like that. Yeah. What do I need? The other thing, I feel like if you were going to like place a bet on one of the problems I would have with this, you would place it on this. And because I do this, and I think people think it's a little annoying, but it's really, really important. Okay. I make everyone define all the words. Oh, you do. You love okay. the definition. I do. <laughs> but here's, and I'm talking, about, I'm talking about what lucky means to you. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. because I I did this a lot when I would see clients, and I still do this now when someone's telling me something that they want or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'll say, "What does that mean to you?" And they right. look like I I don't know. I didn't define it. That's I'm telling you that not because I like I want you to repeat Webster's dictionary right. definition. Right. No, right. I don't. Right. I don't actually care what right. that is. Right. If you understand what that term means, you're going to have much better luck using it because words are spells, and if gotcha. you don't have like what this spell means that I'm casting an affirmation is a spell, right? Then you're not going to clearly cast it. Yes. It would be like, yes. I want to cast a spell on Jamie, but I don't say what kind could be anything. Right. You right. know what I mean? So like, well, how do I want to cast this? Right. Her? So it's like, you have to sort of define these things. And I don't think a lot of people have sat and, and thought like, what does lucky mean? And I think that that was sort of my initial resistance to it was to me, lucky feels random oh yeah lucky feels like 
like, oh, that's just gonna, I'm gonna happen to like hit the lottery. I'm gonna happen to like this. Mm -hmm. And you know me, I'm like much more intentional. Yes. So for me, lucky doesn't feel intentional enough. It doesn't feel like there's any control in lucky. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Or like, or like that. I mean, again, see our episode on like worth and all that stuff. But like, <laughs> like if I want it to be intentional, I want to feel like I deserve it. Like, right. Things like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. And you know, the next thing I was going to say, mm -hmm. because obviously we feel the same way, <laughs> is where's the action? Yes. You right. have to have an action. So let me, let me take a like, slight step back for a second. Define what lucky means or, and what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Like, what does it mean to be lucky? And I know that might sound annoying, but like, if you really do spend time, yeah. even if you write out a whole thing and right. then you like got it out of your head or you say it, like not everyone writing isn't mm -hmm. great for everyone, but whatever your tool is, like get it all out and then pick like two or three key words from mm -hmm. that. Like, that's what lucky means to me that you can just remind yourself. Right. Perfect. And like start to incorporate those other words into like what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like when you're saying like lucky feels too random and like not in control. Right. And so like you could switch that to be like, maybe lucky is ease. Yes. Maybe it doesn't require more than just a simple intention. Right. And then I get it. Like just doing that little boop in yep. your head, that little switch mm -hmm. that will make the affirmation work a so thousand times more powerfully. So much better. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Okay. So the action element to this, yep. this is what, this is where the secret is missing too. And like, I told you this, that I had read a couple articles and one of them was like, the lucky girl syndrome is just rebranding of the secret and they mm -hmm. keep rebranding this yep. because the secret itself is great. Like go read that. You should, there's a doc, like watch the this, this stuff about it. Mm -hmm. Yes. But what the secret I've, I personally feel also misses is mm -hmm. the action. Like you do have to take action to get the things you want. A hundred percent. I know you don't want that to be true. I Me know. neither. I wish that you could just say beautiful affirmations yep. and do the work behind the scenes, but you got to take a step forward. The, the lovely thing about action is that like there isn't a wrong direction to move. Right. We've spent a lot of time being like, is this the right decision or right the wrong decision? Right. You just have to move. Any action. Yes. Yep. No. Are the consequences different? Yes. Absolutely. Right. But you just have to do something mm -hmm. to get like push yourself to do something different because if you're in the same pathways, yep. you're not going to get something different. Right. Okay. So right. it also misses that, which is mm -hmm. kind of also what the secret misses. And I think when you leave that out, you really put your toes on toxic positivity. Yes. The other element here is... What if you stop and consider for a minute mm -hmm. that the playing field for us all is not even here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're not all in the same ship. No, we are not. You know what I mean? We're, like we're all, our boats are in different oceans. So to me, if you're talking to someone who's like experiencing incredible grief or someone who's struggling to, you know, even afford food for their family, mm -hmm. Right. And you're like, oh, just say this lucky girl mantra. Right. Or you're a person of color in a white supremacist society. Yeah. We're not starting at the same no. starting line. Like for me, a right. privileged middle class white woman mm -hmm. to say this affirmation and call in a good parking space. That's right. that's easy. It's easier yeah. for me to do that right. than for someone who's not as privileged as me. So it's like I feel like it, I know maybe like people get sick of us saying that type of thing. But too bad. I, too bad. Too bad. But 
it's, it's also, if you apply it to yourself in that, like, sometimes I see like these very wealthy influencers, mm-hmm. um, celebrities even on TikTok, And they're kind of just like, you just have to believe it. Like you just write yourself a million dollar check or whatever they're saying. And I'm sitting there like, it's so easy for you to believe it. It's so much harder. Like, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you need to account for that. And I'm not saying stop and don't do it because your life is hard. Or, or that. not be like, oh, I'm the victim. Boo-hoo. Like, no. Not that either. But you got to acknowledge that yeah. here a little bit. So yeah. I just think it's worth mentioning that we need to be careful of that. Yeah. Well, just go easy on yourself. Yeah. Like, so when it when it's not working the way you want it to work, mm-hmm. you, you know, you take in all factors as to why it's not working. And that is one of them. And the not working part is where lack of direction in this is dangerous because mm-hmm. what you're doing, if we're talking in like Jamie and Heather language, you're, if you're repeating the lucky girl thing or you're listening to the audio mm-hmm. every day, you're casting a spell. Yeah. Okay. So you're casting a spell and you're calling stuff into yourself. And so if you aren't putting like careful boundaries and guidelines around that, you're calling in trouble. Yeah. Okay. So what you want to do is make sure you understand that at some point you're going to start to feel shame while you're doing this work. Mm-hmm. I don't care how good you are at it. Mm-hmm. I don't care how great your matcha latte aesthetic and overnight oats are. Like you have to, like you're going to go through that element. Right. Shame is yeah. an important feeling. It sucks. I hate it it's just as much as everybody else, right. but it is a part of anything that you're doing. You're going to face process, it. right? Yeah. You, you have to process that shame where it sits. And the more you care about your own character, mm-hmm. the higher the standard you hold yourself to, the more shame you experience in right. your life. Right. It's not because you're doing something wrong. Right. It's just because you hold yourself to a very high standard, probably because you're super empathic. Right. And, and if you're listening and you're like, I'm, I don't feel shame a lot. I think it might sound different in your own head. Yeah. Like for me, shame is like, Oh, you suck. Yes. You suck. Like, what, like why can't you manifest this? You like, Oh God, I just suck at this. Yes. Shame. Like, yeah, you're sitting in shame. Yes. I'm so frustrated with myself. That would be like my term, mm-hmm. which just means shame. It's just mm-hmm. like frustrated is like a little safer, right? Like we yeah. all, it's we a all... little healthier. <laughs> I'm experiencing frustration with myself. Like it's, right. it's but you're still being hard on yourself. You're yeah. still feeling ashamed of the, the outcomes. Yeah. Yep. And you might not sit in shame, which mm-hmm. is great, but you experience it. Mm-hmm. You experience it every day. There's yeah. no one. I don't care if you are like miss therapy, holistic 2023. USA jangly bracelets like you do right like everybody does right we should get a sash that's no thank you yeah (laughs) I'll make you wear it but the thing is that if you're doing this and you're if you don't have the action applied if you don't have the expectation that shame is going to come in or your limitations and resistance and things that aren't in alignment are going to come flooding at you Mm -hmm. then you're going to go well what's wrong with me because Correct. I should just be able to say this. And it's and working for everybody boom, else on TikTok. So in what's front of wrong the Eiffel Tower. Y- yes. <laughs> yes. Then you're going to now spiral into like failure, shame, guilt, and you're going to get stuck. And if you don't move through that, if you don't figure out what's going on and move it, then every time you open TikTok and you see it, you're going to be like, yeah, I, like I suck. Like I can't, these guys got it and I can't do yes. it. Like, and you're going to opt out, which is also a mistake because yes. this can work. Right. 
you're throwing, I don't know about the saying, the baby out with the bathwater. I don't know where that originates. Maybe I shouldn't say it. Like, <laughs> is that like Victorian age? Maybe. Yeah. It sounds, maybe I just won't ever say it again, yeah. but I sounded like my mother when I said it anyways. <laughs> but like, there is good here. You yes. just have to apply the other price. Okay. I think we should take a quick break. Mm -hmm. And then I have two more big ones. One is the one that I see in the wild so much. Okay. And another is a TikTok. Well, it's inspired by a TikTok. I see it everywhere also that I sent you with no context and you like immediately texted me like, excuse me, what is this? <laughs> so we'll be right back. We'll be right back after this short break. goes great with podcast listening a uh, great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop yep beans roasted in-house amazing baristas you know where i'm talking about restoration coffee can we go yes i need an americano and maybe a panini too Ooh, i need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl yeah check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, y'all. It's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that, yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. Okay, Heather, this is not a TikTok. Wow. I know. This is just, well, I mean, it really, you could find it on I'm TikTok. sure. I'm sure. <laughs> but this is real life. Um, lately, I've been obsessed with, I think both of us have been obsessed with, uh-huh. unmasking. Yeah. And listen, let's be honest. This could, like, we need to rein it in here because this could be like a full, yeah, not even an episode. This could be like a series. It could be like a 20-part series with how obsessed we are with it. <laughs> <laughs> but what I just want to specifically speak about is how... We were talking about, uh, this is a TikTok actually. <laughs> I knew there would be a TikTok involved. About how, like, when you start to unmask, and this is stuff that you work with your clients on, myself mm -hmm. included, forever, mm -hmm. is that, like, when you start to do the work yeah, and you're, you're healing, mm -hmm. you're inevitably going to be faced with some funk bullshit. <laughs> some shit. Yes. Right? And so I worked really hard this summer to, like, Mm -hmm. start to unmask like from my ADHD and my people pleasing and my anxiety and like really just starting to try to like just 
be more of myself. Yes. Because it's exhausting, quite frankly. Well, I, I also, <laughs> you just like sold yourself very short in that statement. I'm not going to stand for it. You've been doing so much work on being comfortable with who you are and removing some blocks and like people pleasing mm -hmm. and like all of this stuff that you have been working on of like being able to have great boundaries and just be yourself in front of people. Right. It's not like you just were like, I'm going to spend the summer dropping my mask. Like you really did do right. a ton of work I've, on this. I've been trying. Yeah. I've been trying. And like, I think that the unmasked version of me is yeah. actually like funnier yeah. and weirder and like, I More love that. I, every like, part, every time you're like, oh, I'm going to let this part of me show. I'm like, that's my favorite part. Like angry Jamie. If you've never, you guys have probably never, never. seen her. I've seen very few people. She yeah. is literally like, she's ragey and it's, it's so good. Maybe if the only time you probably ever saw her is if she was in traffic near you, maybe, but like, it's great. Like hold your boundaries. Like right. just not having to like always accommodate every single other right. person. But like, she's spicy and snarky. Thank you. Yeah. I take that's a compliment. I love that. It's a compliment. Um, but it's like become such a thing in our house that my husband is like, all right, put that, why don't you put that mask back up? <laughs> and, I, and then I go, I go, never. Like, <laughs> like I'm never masking again. Too bad, everybody. And obviously you need to mask sometimes. Like you have to be polite. Like there's certain like social right. norms you have to like yeah. adhere to sometimes. Like I guess, I guess that. Yeah. But uh, uh, beyond that, yeah. You're like, oh, this is great. I'm feeling more like myself. Like, this is okay. And then you're, then I, all of a sudden I was like, why can't I like get my shit together? Where's my motivation for everything? Why, like, why is my inbox so full? Yeah. Why do I have all these messages I haven't responded to? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, because the fucking motivation yeah. for me to do all those things was like the people pleasing, was the yeah. masking. Yeah. Your desire to keep yourself safe and by looking a certain way and to not let anyone think badly of you, like controlling the perception of yourself was motivating you. It was giving you the energy to do that stuff. So when you right. released it, you didn't reset yet. Right. Totally normal. Right? right. You haven't reset yet. What the mode, like why, right. what's the intention? Right. So you, you sit there and you're like, what's wrong with me? Right. And I didn't know that my like people pleasing, like anxiety was basically managing my ADHD. <laughs> I had no idea. How would I have known that? Nobody knows that, no, right? Unless you, you know what I mean? Like, it's a, it's a part of you since you're so young. Right. Like it's, it's like in your DNA. It's yeah. like, it's not like you'd be like, okay, Jamie, you have these issues, but like try to not use that for your motivation. Like, right. That was, that's not no, real. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's not in your conscious no. thought. No. So now I'm like, oh, like now I'm recalibrating. Okay. Yes. What system can I put in place so that I'm replying to these emails so that I'm getting back to these things. Yeah. It, somebody took a lot of the tools out of your toolbox. Right. Those tools were hurting you. I took them out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But they were hurting me. They weren't. Yeah. I was exhausted. I was sick. I was, it was so you gotta yucky. you got to get new tools. Right. Yeah. So I just think, I think masking is something you hear about a lot. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can mask. It's not just people who have autism or ADHD. Like, like I said, even if you're a people pleaser, you're constantly masking. I think everybody's always masking. I agree. I think the question is, what is the motivation for right. the masking? Um, kind to yourself or mm -hmm. not kind to yourself? Right. Is it helping you or is it actually harming you? 
Yeah. Right. Because that is like leaves you very drained. If you are like around people, I mean, if you're an introvert like both of us, we right. love the people, but they drain the shit out of right. us. So like no matter what, we're going to be drained. But there's a different kind of drained. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where you're like, oh my God, that was just so, like, I feel empty. Right. That is because the masking was probably not for your benefit. Exactly. But there is masking that is good. Like yeah. being in a certain state. There's an yeah. episode on state. Like mm -hmm. go listen to it. Like that can be good. So I yeah. think it's important to look at, but to also realize that like, same as we talked about with the lucky girl syndrome, like that, that's the part people don't talk about. Right. Like when you do this work, when you're right. doing work on yourself and growing and evolving and learning and like making your life better, you also make it suck. Right. Right. And like you think like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm unmasking. Like, woo, look at this work yeah. I've done. And then you don't realize that uh, like that there's going to be more work right around the corner yeah. to sort of recalibrate your life. Yeah. To, to what it, you're doing now with that stuff. And doesn't it make sense why your your brain and your ego has so much trouble letting go of these yeah. things? Because right. they're wired, like look what else they're supporting. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, definitely. So, so let's know if you want to talk more about masking, but I just think like that's something you and I have been talking a lot about. Yeah. Like, yeah, we could continue to talk all about yeah. that. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay, my next half truth okay. is forgiveness <laughs> she's evil laughing because we talk about this a lot okay um i literally just saw sorry i'm trying, I literally just saw a tiktok that was talking about like regulating your nervous system mm -hmm. and how like forgiveness yeah like truly forgiving someone yeah can be like like regulating to your nervous system because yeah. it causes you such a like you're in such a different state when you're hold, holding on to stuff like that yeah, well, good point. Like, I'm not destroying the concept of forgiveness. No, We're not, no, like, no. saying no, don't forget anybody. <laughs> Grudges forever. <laughs> I mean, part of that really doesn't well, yeah, to me, to be honest true. with you. But yeah. <laughs> forgiveness is a good thing. <laughs> There's just – and, again, social media makes things hard as of late in mm -hmm. that, like, you're just getting clips of things. So right. I also think that some of these people who are talking about forgiveness in this way that – I find a little bit toxic. Mm -hmm. Maybe if they had more than like a minute to talk about, they would get to that. So exactly. I don't mean that people are like peddling this bad no. yeah. forgiveness, you know, motto, but it does sort of happen. And this is the one that I see in the wild the most mm -hmm. because people will come to me because they'll be struggling to forgive like a toxic parent or an ex-partner that they have to co-parent with or like, yep. you know, an in-law or like something that like, or maybe a, someone that was an ex-friend or a current friend, like in the concept of forgiveness becomes so difficult and people okay. start to feel really bad about themselves. So I want to talk about it. All right. Okay. So the whole concept that you should forgive people because it's forgiving them is not for them. It's for you is true, but it's also a half truth. Mm -hmm. It sure is. You don't forgive someone for that because most people don't give a shit if you forgive them. Right. I can, I can think of three people without even trying that if they don't forgive me, good, fine. I could care fucking less. <laughs> it's incredible. I really, what does it, what, what does it do for me? Right. First of all, it was your fucking fault, buddy. Right. right. That's true. What I did was justified. Yep. Okay. okay. To me. Yeah. To them, the story is different. But if they walk around the rest of their life not forgiving me for the thing that they think I did, 
fine. Mm. I lose no sleep. Sleep like a baby. See, and I've, it took me a long time to feel like yeah. that about, about certain situations. Like for a long, for all of my life yeah. until very recently, I would have wanted everyone to forgive me. Like, yes. Uh, right. Talking about people pleasing. Like the idea that someone would be walking around like, like mad, mad at, at me. Yeah. That's a real big problem. Oh, in my twenties, that would have been <laughs> devastating. I'm better. I'm better with it now. Yeah. So, but if you're listening and you're like, no, wait, I care, yeah. Heather. Like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, and there are some people that I do, but yeah. I'm just saying like, especially the people who like really are bullshit artists and like blame you yes. and you were the victim of All them. Set. All set. If you in your mind never forgive me, I don't I'm okay with give that. shit. Right. I hope you have turmoil to be honest. <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> Work it out with karma. Love it. Love okay. It. So the thing is like, so yes, forgiving somebody is sort of releasing the control they have over you Correct. that you stay up at night and worry if they like you. Like mm-hmm. that's, that is for you. Yeah, because you're holding the energy, they're not. Like, that worry is in your body, not theirs. No, they might have forgot who you were. Right, right. Good, right. Like, yes, that part's true. Yeah. Okay. The Another element of this that is on TikTok, and we discussed one of these TikToks, <clears throat> is about holding grudges. My throat chakra is getting upset A about little, holding grudges. Little. <clears throat> <clears throat> um, do I, um, yes, I'm, I'm holding some grudges. Yes, I'll take some time later to look at them. I can't even say it without clarifying about it later. (laughs) By journal, you mean Marco Polo? Yes. Yes. Um, So holding grudges is this thing that people talk about in this way of like, don't hold a grudge. Mm -hmm. And you and I kind of are like, hold a grudge. No, I'm going to, I'm going to hold the grudge. Yeah. Hold it so you don't need it. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just, is a holding a grudge a great thing for you? Well, because that you're now in that circle of, toxic positivity that you talk about because then you're shaming yourself. Why am I still holding this grudge? Why am I still mad? Like I need to let this go. I'd be a better person if I would let this go. No man. If you're, if you're still upset, (laughs) you're still upset. You still have a stomach ache ache about it. You're actively working on it. Like, Like if you're really trying to move through it and it's still upsetting you, then you need to let that process. You know, you can't just be like, I'm good. Yeah. Because here's the thing. People who are accused of holding grudges, at least in my observation, are mm-hmm. always women. Yes. Okay. Which you is know, just accountability. All a grudge is, is you still being angry about something somebody did to you. That's what a grudge is. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you did something to me yesterday, you better believe today I still hold a right. grudge. Of course, I'm still mad at you. Mm-hmm. But even the term like you're holding it, you are kind of holding it, but you're yeah. also working through it. Right. And women aren't allowed to be angry. Like Never. their anger has to be like very carefully like molded and constructed, packaged, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So you you can't be angry at that person. No. You're still holding a grudge and that's toxic. Except no. You are supposed to cycle through your feelings and you're supposed to get mad and you're supposed to be sad and you're supposed to be whatever the hell you feel. Well, and people are also beyond that supposed to apologize and take accountability mm-hmm. and you're not supposed to just let people off the hook all the time. Like, no. So if, if both sides aren't playing that their parts, yeah, you, you get to be mad. Hold a grudge. Yeah. Maybe if you've been holding a grudge for like, over a year, <laughs> year plus. I think the grudge just sort of like transmutes into something else. I do too. But you, if you're actively feeling like really angry after a year, 
I think that's a sign to you that right. there's a reason you can't let go of it, right. and you should discuss that with your therapist. I agree. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. No. I just think you need a little support. Right. Okay. My but, grudges become boundaries. Well, great segue, Jay. Oh, thanks. Per- literally perfect. If, I know you can't see because it's upside down for you, okay. but my next bullet point says the difference between boundaries and barriers. Okay. Barriers are unhealthy and a lot of people discuss like holding a grudge against like a parent or a, a whatever, a friend or something mm-hmm. or a coworker right. as if it's a barrier. Yep. So you're just never going to speak to them, never going to look at them. They don't exist to you. Mm-hmm. Shut out. Oh, right. The no contact thing. Yeah. Okay. Boundaries are different. You can have a boundary. That means you never speak to a person. Right. But a barrier is different. A barrier is like keeping you locked in a tower. Correct. A boundary is keeping a distance between you and other people. Right. So understanding that, we have a whole episode on this, on boundaries. So I don't want to go too far into Mm -hmm. it. But also understanding how you're applying that to Mm -hmm. when you need to forgive someone or you feel like you need to forgive someone or you're holding a grudge, Mm -hmm. whatever that actually means. Like You know what I mean? Like that's important. Yeah, make sure that it's actually being effective. Yes. Right. Okay. Here's my truth and missing breakdown. Okay. Truth to this concept. You do forgive to release yourself from someone or something else having power over you. Yep. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. Holding a grudge, holding on to a lot of anger for someone is an energetic drain on you. Yes. True. Okay. Here's what's missing. Forgiving someone is for you. Mm-hmm. But it should be on your own terms. Exactly. Okay. That is so important. If you think of forgiveness like you think of grief. Mm-hmm. So if you were grieving and I was like, um, it's been a week. Don't you think you should have let this go? Like, right. that doesn't make any sense. When you talk to, talk about grief, and I see this like, I feel like it's kind of topical right now where it's like, Grief is a journey. Like you feel mad and sad and you're like, you know, so is forgiveness. Yes. In fact, forgiveness and grief are like they're cousins. I I just said that with a weird accent. This is such an interesting point. Hold on. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm glad you like it. I think it's very interesting. And I think that maybe the difference is, is that the grief that you're feeling about the other person is dead. Or they're, or they're gone from your life. Yeah. Right? So it's just you. It's you feeling in it of yourself. The forgiveness is generally about other people who are living. Mm-hmm. And so people feel like they have more of a right to say something about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Like, oh, you're messing up Thanksgiving. Because, right. because you won't talk to so-and-so. Right. Because you're holding this grudge. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yes. So it, but, like, if someone's dead. Yeah. Then you can't say. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, some people do say get over it. Some people do say move on. That's well, happened. Because like, you, in grief, you their forgiveness is part of the cycle, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, if you energetically, for our listeners who can like feel, sense, or see energy pretty easily, mm. the energy of grief and the energy of forgiveness are very similar. They are, and so the experience of them is also very similar. Mm. And they're going to be on your own time. Completely on your own time and completely on your own terms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I said, if, if the, the grudge, the lack of forgiveness is hurting you, however long, then you're like, I need to let this go and I can't. 
then you should go get some help for that. Yeah. Okay. Like you would for grief. I mean, you should have help in your life anyways. Right. But you know what I mean? Like go. But if you are still working through something that happens or is actively continuing to happen and you have to continue to adjust your boundaries and you're, you're not to forgiveness yet. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That is okay. You're allowed. That's a very good point. Thank you. Forgiveness is how you release the tie. Okay. So the energetic connection, yep. forgiveness is going like I'm, I'm untying it. Right. Okay. Now you might form a different one with a boundary. You mm-hmm. might never reform it, but the, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, the literally like cutting of a cord is yep. what forgiveness is. Yep. Okay. You can't forgive someone without cutting the cord and you can't cut the cord without forgiving someone. <laughs> So it's this real mm. mind F mm-hmm. that you have to kind of like murkily walk through. Right. Because even if you think you're cutting the cord without forgiving, say you never speak to them again. Yeah. But if you don't actually forgive them. The cord's still attached. You're still feeling all that. Yeah, stuff. exactly. It's still there. So you never speak to them again. But okay. it's still living inside you. Yes. Or you're like. I'm going to forgive you, but you don't cut that cord. And again, you can, you can find a new one, mm-hmm. but you don't do that. Then you're not actually going to forgive them. No, because all that resentment or pain or whatever is going to still be there. Exactly. Mm, interesting. And there's no right, one right way to do it. Same with grief. You forgive right. how you need to forgive. Yes. Don't ever let someone tell you that your forgiveness needs to look a certain way mm-hmm. or be on a certain timeline. No, that's manipulation. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. I have one more. Okay. Um, this is a TikTok. Mm-hmm. This is the one I sent to you without any context. Right. Typically, if I'm sending you a TikTok that I disagree with, don't like, think is trash, I, I say that. Say it, but I didn't on this one. Okay. Probably got a text, I think, of like, what? <laughs> so I was going to play it, but then I just didn't, didn't even want the energy of it to go out because I do not like the energy of this okay. and I do not care for the creator of it. Okay. But you could find it if you Googled the words. <laughs> it's this concept is, it, so she kind of pops in and she's like, hey, just wanted to remind you that nothing is real and you're just attached to your own bullshit. So privileged. <laughs> it's so privileged. To say something like that. Yeah. It's so dangerous. And there's an element that's right, which is why it's so dangerous. Right. You know what I mean? Well, it like, can, can you clarify a little bit? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yes. you talk, like you're going to say that to people who have like legit mental illnesses that they're working through <laughs> and tell them they're just attached to their bullshit. Yes. It's okay. too broad of a statement. It's way too broad. Yes. Okay. The truth of this is that you are attached to your own bullshit. We've uh-huh. ju- we talked about that. It's, right. It might be motivating you to get stuff done. Exactly. You are, of course, exactly. of course, attached to your own bullshit. Right. But we'll get to this in a second. But by bullshit, you don't really mean bullshit. You, well, mean, you mean fear. Yeah, I was going to say, it's your bullshit for a reason. <laughs> yeah. You, of course, are attached to it because you created it. Right. And the, the stronger of an impact it has in your life, the more important it was to your survival at one point. Right. So of course you're attached to it. Yes, that is true. And in order to get rid of it, you have to understand mm-hmm. that that's what happened. Mm-hmm. Now, also what's true is that you are the creator of your own reality, but to a point. More on this in a minute also, but like you're not the only creator of your reality. You're just Correct. one of them. Correct. Okay. So 
also your bullshit is quote quote fingers bullshit is getting in the way of what you want yes also true and that's literally the purpose of it it's literally like you're it's why you created it from it right yes okay all of those things are true with asterisks yeah okay um for the missing part the first word i wrote was gross yeah just just wrote the word gross because it is gross to me the amount of privilege connected to the statements i i think it's nothing's real and you're just attached to your own bullshit and the fact that you could just kind of say it without any other element to it, it's, you're really going to do some looking at yourself if you're kind of projecting that out into the world, in my opinion. Well, I, yes. James I, getting fired up. I, I think I just have like a real hair trigger for like these influencers or like coaches or yeah. like whatever they're calling themselves who come in and they sort of drop these bombs, yes. right? These like truth bombs you're dropping on everybody because you're looking for engagement. You're looking for clicks and likes. You're looking to like get new clients. I get all that. But like, I think the tide is turning on that where people used to see things like that and be like, Oh my God, you're right. What can I do to fix this? And now people are like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Like I I see this every time I'm on social media, everyone's telling me everything's my fault. Like Mm -hmm. enough. And to your point, like, and what do I do about it besides buying your $5,000 course? Like you're going to tell me everything's my fault. Everything's because of my own bullshit. Yeah. And I'm supposed to just scroll away or completely invest in your yeah. thing. Well, because the thing that, listen, there's nothing wrong with a great clickbait tagline that would, will sell your program. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with it is that you're using shame to do it. Right. You're you're trying to be what like the Jillian Michaels of yes. the spirituality world. Exactly. Like you're gonna you know shame people for right. you know eating and make them run on a treadmill for a hundred hours and oh. call them all kinds of names to get them to do something. Or and the, then you're like, why doesn't that work? Or the Sean Whalen, which by the way, I, I have to say this. This is sorry. This is no. this is how yeah. my intuition works, and we're just gonna roll with it. If you're still following Sean Whalen, stop it. I saw a Facebook memory of mine that I shared something that he wrote literally like 12 years ago. Oh God, did it give you a bellyache? And I was like, oh my fucking God. I deleted it from my Facebook memories. Yeah. Like, like, but it's the, it's that type of energy. Like get up, start your morning. Like stop buying your own bullshit. Like these whole, like, like stop bullying me. I love the Jim bro voice that you use. Well, that's how like, it's it's that or it's some like white lady with like, you know, like a cup of greens in front of her, like her, her juices in front of her. Like, yeah, I get that I'm being super niche about it. No, but I think, right. you know what I, I think yeah. people listening know what yeah. I mean. And I For think, sure. I think that we've had it. Like yeah. I can feel that building. Yeah. But like, don't be tricked by like these motivational people who are just sort of like, like punching you. Yes. In 10 second snippets. Yeah. Because it's it's, not going to help you. It's frustrating because I know a lot of people and I I know a lot of them are listeners of ours who are like coaches or therapists or like they're out in the world, some kind of practitioner, Mm -hmm. like really trying to help people and like really trying to make it in a really difficult business. Right. And then the people like that get all this like clickbait and attention and people buying their stuff. And, you know, you're like... I don't want to shame people into doing this. And so it it like sucks that it works. And I know you're going to be mad, not you, but some of the listeners are going to be mad when I'm saying this, but like a lot of those people actually have like very clear traceable 
ties to white supremacy. Not yes, the the bad people. The bad people. Yes, like yes, the, the shame like, people. Like the influencers that I'm talking about. Like like when you start to look into them and you look at who they're like who they're following, mm-hmm. who they're taking photos with, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is white supremacy. Like you're yes. way further down the pipeline than I thought. Yes. And then I look and I see who's following those people, and I'm like, oh my god, all these people I know are following this I person. I know. I know. And they don't know that they're following like a, a white supremacist. White supremacist. Yes. The patriarchy is sneaky. It's so subtle. So you have to keep an eye. Right. Okay. All right. So I pulled this down. I, I just got to say the pipeline is it's yes. alive and well. It is. Unfortunately. And it, it's using things like this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I said this before, but I'll say it again. The playing field is not even. So no. to to just like make that statement and to think that like for even for me compared to somebody else that – that should just apply like a blanket statement mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Exactly. And it's just trying to make you feel shame. Mm-hmm. And I, I really, I hate that. Like I said before, you are one of the creators of your, your right. reality, but you're not the only one. Right. Okay. Yes. Do you create your reality by like how you think and feel and is, are we in a matrix and it's time and illusion and all that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I can't talk too much about time or Jamie will just leave the room. Yeah. But also you aren't the only creator of your, and it, and to just be like all the bad stuff that happened to you is because you didn't create a good enough reality. Like, no, that's not it. And that's bullshit. It's garbage. And it's, it's, you see it in like very toxic cults. You see it in religion. You see it in Mm -hmm. spirituality. You see it everywhere. And I, you see it in like health, like, I will yell. You, you hear it when you go to the doctor. Yeah. You, like, I will yell forever. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. No. You, I'm not the only creator. There's a lot of other people having an effect on my life. Right. And even if you were saying, like, I'm the creator of my life, like, I, I release all this bullshit. Yeah. You still live in yeah. a society that yeah. ascribes to all of that bullshit. Yes. So unless you're willing to literally, like, go and live in a cave somewhere yeah. where you're not touched by any of it. Right. You have to acknowledge that yes. you have to acknowledge that like the, the societies, the cultural norms, like everything that we're living under. Yeah. You have to acknowledge that. Absolutely. Because it, it's the height of privilege to be like, well, you know, ugh, all this stuff with like racism and all the healthcare problems that we have and, you know, all this, all this, you know, stuff going on. It's not a part of my reality I'm creating, so I'm just going to turn away. Well, right. You're sharing a reality right. with everybody. And so, like, well, to be like, I don't see color. Like, that doesn't bother me. I love everyone. Well, you live in a society that very much sees color. Yes, because it's not, you're you not know? the only creator of your reality. Everyone right. else's reality is spilling all over your stupid And you reality. have to care about other people's realities. You have to yes. care about the realities of trans people and, yes. and women. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Women in the South who can't get medical care. Like, yes. You have to care about everybody. You can't yes. just be like, that's how it becomes toxically positive because then you start to become like super self-centered. And you start to blame the people who are victims of something. Right. Because they didn't, why don't you just create a better reality? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. We're forced in this reality. Mm-hmm. So it's not right. Also, all the bad things that happen to you are not a result of your own shortcomings. I will not stand for that ever again. Bad shit happens to everybody. And again, the playing field is not fucking even. 
Exactly. So it's more devastating to some people when a bad thing happens than yep. it is to other people. Yep. So. Agreed. Okay. Um, and then the bullshit that she's referring to is not bullshit. No. It's valuable. It's real. And it is not easy to move. Mm -hmm. It's fear. And it's really important. No, it's not easy to move. No. If it was, we would all just be like. Perfect. Billionaire, perfect right. people. Exactly. Okay. I just have a few wrapping it up things I wanted to bring up. Okay. First, there's a Carl Jung quote that I like that yeah. I wanted to say to you and see you react to. Okay. I'd rather be whole than good. Hmm. Interesting. So I know sometimes there's like a little toxic element to like being Define good. Yeah. <laughs> and being good. But like, right. I feel like if you're striving to be good, you're, it's in other people's eyes. Correct. And I think you should want other mm -hmm. people to like you. Yep. Even if you don't want, if you're like, I don't care what people think of me, you're a liar. Right. You just might not care as much as someone else, but human beings are all wired that way. To care. Right. Yeah. But whole, to me, like, it's not so much in the sense of the end goal of being whole, mm -hmm. but like, what else do I need? What kind of support do I need? Mm -hmm. How can I get myself there? Mm -hmm. Is a better frame of mind than like good enough to have it. Right. And like talking about masking, like if I'm masking all the time, I'm not being holy myself. Yes. I'm not being fully, I'm, I'm denying parts of who I am mm -hmm. for someone else or, yeah. or to like fit it to assimilate better. Right. Like, mm -hmm. So yeah. I would rather be whole. I would rather acknowledge yeah. all the parts of myself, work on all of them. Yeah. Make maybe rebalance how they work yeah. together. Yes. You know what I mean? Like right. to be more functional. Right. <laughs> I'd rather be that. I mean, it's yes. a lot more work. That's a lot more work. It sure is. Than just being good. But it feels so much better. It does. So I just wanted to like propose that maybe you think about is my intention behind this thing that I'm doing to be whole or to be good. Mm -hmm. And maybe there are different words for you because whole is not the best word. I right. agree. But like right. I, the concept is what I'm, I'm yeah. connected to. Gotcha. Um, I also just want to say that as a society, we are still so afraid of shame. Yes. We're as soon as it comes up, like everyone's like, Oh, shame. Shame is, toxic and gross and not good for you but it's also part of life like you also like, you can't avoid shame no i mean there's a lot of parts of being a human that i would skip most yeah. of them physical that are gross yeah right like well yeah ugh. yeah okay but you have to, you have to do and shame is kind of like that for me yeah okay i have a Brene brown quote about shame because mm -hmm. she's the expert she really opinion, is so i yeah. wanted to read it to you Shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love, belonging, and connection. Mm. Okay. It's the therefore part because we're all flawed. Of course. But because of your flaws, right. that means X, Y, and Z. Right. We're not accepting that flaw. Yes. Right. So I know that's wildly unpleasant. Trust me. Mm. Been there, done that, taken some shame baths lately. Mm -hmm. But what I will say, yeah. <laughs> what I will say is if you stop and go, why is this thing mm. causing these things? Exactly. Shame will become a helper. Right. You're not going to like it when it shows up, no. but you're going to go, okay, this is going to teach me something. Right. And I'm going to, I'm going to be better after I move through this yeah. at my own pace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, shame. Oh, I, I like to think of shame kind of like anger and that it's uncomfortable mm -hmm. and that like, if you hold on to it for too long or for a reason that's hurting you, it can be toxic, but the actual like experience of shame, mm -hmm. if you sort of cycle through it is actually healthy. 
Yes. Okay. I always just like to save the shame to move through it. I wouldn't normally like sort of rush someone through an emotion. Yes. I'm more likely someone to just like sit in something. Yeah. Shame, I would I would encourage people to move through it because it is so low Yeah. Not low vibe. I mean it is low vibe, but I know what you mean. It's low frequency. Like good vibes only, Jamie. (laughs) No shame here. (laughs) Not that. But like if you actually, you can actually measure emotions. Like you can, like with you, you can mm-hmm. measure the frequency of most things. Yeah, shame's and the lowest. Shame is the lowest. It's yeah. literally like right. I've said this in another episode. Yeah. It's literally right above death. Yeah, it's so low vibe. Right. It's so like, not, let's not chill there. Don't hang there. No. But but also don't don't go running from it. Yeah. Because your body's gonna pull you back to it because it has to process whatever it is that needs to be processed. As soon as you. Shame is like, do you remember in old school Mario when you'd be in the castle level and the ghost would be behind you, but when you turned and looked at it, it would stop. But as soon as you turned around, it would come and get you to try to kill you. Yes. That's shame. <laughs> That's such a good analogy. <laughs> I just came up with it right it now. It was incredible. Okay. Right up my alley. I mean, I'm on board with that one. Okay. Yes, it's exactly like that. Okay. But right. the thing is, as soon as you turn and look at it, and like look, every moment is not safe to, to unpack it. No. But as soon as you ask yourself the question of like, okay, why is this flaw or place I need support right. call, causing me to feel shame. these ways, mm-hmm. the shame, the ghost, just, it goes away. Right. Okay. Will it like maybe creep back and you have to like sit with it right. for a second? You don't have to like sit and like cry. I mean, can, right. but like it, it can just be a couple seconds. Yeah. Just to acknowledge it. And then you just, and you just sort of maybe contemplate mm-hmm. it. But the, literally as soon as you turn and look at the ghost, mm-hmm. it stops chasing right. you and you're right. like, okay. And then yeah. you can move on to the next steps. Exactly, but it, right. like while you're being chased, yeah. as, as long as you're being chased, yeah. you can't do anything else. You're just going to feel like you're being chased, like you're Mario running. And then your nervous system is on fire. Your nervous system dies. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, I like to think of shame similar to fear in the sense of like, if you were, if you're driving in your car and one of like a dashboard light comes on that there's something wrong, mm-hmm. that's not a good time. No. It's probably signaling a bad day. Yeah. I mean, if it's like windshield wiper fluid, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To me, I'm always like, what the hell is that symbol? Yeah. Right? (laughs) (laughs) But even though that's going to cause you to have to like take some time out of your day and maybe spend some money, it would be better to like deal with the light when Mm -hmm. it comes on. Correct. Than to ignore the light and then have your engine blow up or whatever. Get a much bigger problem. Yes. So if you kind of think of it that way, I think it's helpful. It's 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 certainly an inconvenience. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sometimes it's helpful to think of why you'd want someone else to feel shame, to understand your own definition of it and your own triggers for it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So. Wow everyone's reasons for feeling shame are unique. It's like a fingerprint or a snowflake. Right. Like, even if you're similar, it's, it's like coded different in your body. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, right. but there's, there are some stories that you have that make you less worthy of love or belonging right. or whatever else in other people's eyes. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that cause shame the most yep. for me. I always want everyone to think I'm capable. And if people don't think I'm capable, I end up feeling a lot of shame. Mm. Okay. But someone else might not give a shit about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They care about something different. So I know that being seen as incapable 
triggers a lot of shame about myself. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you think like, just imagine someone just like annoyed the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were just in traffic and someone was just driving. This is a good example for you. For me, yeah. Driving like an idiot, cutting you off, making you miss a light in the right. wrong lane. Okay. You have a moment because you're human and it's not just you. I'm just using you as an example of wanting them to feel shame. Right. You want them to feel bad about themselves. Right. Okay. Why and about what? And that will tell you what you feel the most shame about in your life. Gotcha. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You're smiling. I know know why. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know it too. But it's like, like you have to look at like why it is with other people and it will just show you. But your ego, when you go to like, why would I feel shame? will be like, we're going to hide this in a riddle. You know what I mean? Well, exactly. Because <laughs> exactly. it doesn't want you to look at that. Like right. for me, I'm going to be frustrated with somebody who has said they're going to do something and didn't mm-hmm. didn't like deliver on it because that reads to me as like not capable and not you know I was relying on you and that's yep. hard for me. So obviously, I apply that to myself yes. even more than other people. Exactly. So use that tool to help you understand it. Love it. Okay, that's a good one. Just to quickly summarize, mm-hmm. if you are out in the world and you're doing affirmations or work or forgiveness or trying to get your, you know, yourself out of your own way. <laughs> and the thing that you're doing is bringing a lot of shame in red flag. Yes. Okay. Yep. It's probably just missing something. Yeah. So just think about it. Yeah, don't that. have to quit. Just, just reassess, reassess. Yep. And remember you're supposed to feel bad things and good things when you're yes. doing any kind of work. Like there's right. no affirmation that's going to just call there's in no like shiny good things. No. And no. you're not going to like learn this one lesson and then everything in your life will be great. If mm-hmm. you just like click on to like one more click to healing, that's, that's not real. I mean, that'd be cool. It would be great. But, and we all believe that in some way, somewhere yeah. in our, in our hope, beings. Hope of hope. Yeah. They'll just do this one class right. and my life will be amazing. Exactly. Forever. It doesn't work like that. I'm sorry. It doesn't. No. I didn't design it. But it adds to the toolbox. It adds to like the, the work you've done. Yep. And if you shift your expectations away from like that kind of stuff and to just be like, oh, I'll, it'll just make things more enjoyable mm-hmm. to do this. Right. And that's sort of like your intention. You're going to feel a lot better Absolutely. doing any of this. Yep. So I'd love to hear from the listeners if they've done lucky girl stuff. Yeah. If they've if it worked. run into forgiveness or get out of your own bullshit toxic stuff I'd, mm-hmm. I'd love to hear about that and yep. any other th- half truths that you want us to unpack yep. for you I love that all right I think we need coffee definitely all right let's go hey everyone Heather and I have an ask for you if you love this episode or if you love the IGG can you do us a favor we need you to go on to whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.